You know what's worth more money than cash right now? Gas. You know what's working like crazy right now? Let me get on your roof and I'll give you a $50 gas card. We all have our moments, right? When I think about success, I think about the willingness to be wrong. The willingness to be wrong means that I'm willing to test something that maybe I'm scared of, maybe I don't agree with, maybe I, but you have logic and you have facts. Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast. And today I'm with David Carroll. How you doing, bro? What up? up? And we're talking about direct mail for roofing that doesn't suck. So kind of like. What is the problem with direct mail right now that a lot of people are doing? Because a lot of people will tell you some direct mail doesn't work. You know, maybe they tried it once and it didn't work or something like that. So what is what is sucking currently? What doesn't work is the spray and pray approach. The it's like any any marketing campaign. Trying to do something once, doing it completely your way, not taking the advice and strategy, and then going, yeah, we sent out that mailing campaign one time that I was completely in control of that I didn't listen to with, and now I'm just gonna, Dave, it doesn't work for my business. Like, I believe you, that doesn't work <laughs> at all. Yeah. So when we are talking about innovative direct mail, direct mail that doesn't suck, can you give me three items that you guys are doing that just real quick and we'll dive deeper into them, but what are three items that are really cool that you got that you're working on? Automations. So trigger based direct mail off statuses in your business. We connect with over a thousand CRMs. Direct mail can go out based on things you're doing right now that would not interrupt your workflow whatsoever. So automations, I know we're going to get into that. Um, Neighborhood blitz, having a sniper rifle to get into those gated community, waterfront properties. You find that Da Vinci, Cedar Shake, that good stuff. Mm. Don't want to hit everybody, but you want to hit specific people. That's mm. pretty powerful, the neighborhood blitz. And then third is the fact that you can send direct mail with no minimum order. Uh, postcards, handwritten direct mail at no minimum order. We just integrated with Dirty Dough, the biggest cookie franchise in the country. So you can send yeah. gifts out now. So direct mm. mail at no minimum order would probably be the third pillar there. Can you trigger that based on a completed job? We can. And make it better, Tim. We can take and put a custom insert in the box of cookies so that it's personalized. So every time you get a job Mm. paid, completed, it can send a gift out and a custom. Here's here's the deal. I actually, uh, I'm kind of letting Dave pitch a little bit more on this podcast. Hey, what's up? Is that your son? Little little man is in office today. If someone can grab him. Hey, what's up, brother? Yep. Hey, good to see you. Yes. Okay. So we got these very important automations that your business should be taking advantage of. I'm letting Dave pitch a little bit because I know this stuff is actually just super cool and innovative. So I'm going to let him talk in depth about these things. I think you should listen, even though we're going to be talking specifically about services that dope offers, because if you don't know that this stuff is out there currently and you're not utilizing it, here's the deal. We're all a little digital focused, right? It kind of swung heavy digital, right? It was like too much in hand stuff. People were doing brochures and bullshit. And then it swung way, way digital. And now, so if you put something in somebody's hand, it honestly feels special because less people are doing it and less people are doing it well. I want to take it much more. And I appreciate the, the, just the full transparency. I want to take this from like an education standpoint. Yeah. What we find more than anything in the roofing community is like 
a lot of business owners have tried different things. And to where you started yes. this, Tim, there is a way to do direct mail that works. There's a way to do direct mail that doesn't work, just like any other form of advertising. And I really want to take the approach right now of looking at this from a retail side, from an insurance side, from a commercial side. There are ways and best practices to do direct mail that right now they work. Like hands down, mm -hmm. it works for businesses. There's case studies, there's proven results. If you know your why of a campaign, you can track back a quantifiable result and we can do that mm -hmm. with direct mail in any, in retail, in insurance and in commercial. So talk to me about the automated follow-up. Yeah. I don't want to go deep into the technical side yeah, of it, yeah, yeah. but what is the basic components of what happens? What are some places where you would trigger that that make the most sense? Can everyone that's watching this agree that a successful business uses a CRM to manage their day-to-day -day of operations? Yes, sir. Okay. If you use a CRM, we can integrate with your CRM to send direct mail at no minimum order to one address, which is an automated follow-up, or an automated campaign, which would send postcards to the neighbors. So you go out, Tim's Roofing sends Dave to go get on a roof, I mark it up, I get it approved, you mark that job approved, 25 postcards go to the neighbors. We just got your neighbor approved for a new roof, or whatever the yeah. verbiage is there. It's very customizable, but we have the templates that we can plug in whatever verbiage works for your brand and your company that's educating on that first step. Go to the second step. That job is scheduled. Be on the lookout. We're going to be working in the area. Mark mm. the job, uh, the, the day, job started. Whatever that process is in your Aculinks and your job nimbus and your job progress and whatever it is. You mark that job started. Pardon the dust, pardon the noise. We're working in the area. Those would be automated campaigns that we set up. We have a seven day guarantee that if you don't get it set up, we can literally give you a thousand dollars. Yeah. And pair this, pair this with great job site signage. Like it some, all has some, to align, Tim. We talked yeah, about this. You, brand, 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 brand. All so you got the signs out front, maybe even some banners or something. You've got maybe a catch all or whatever it happens to be. You're a good looking truck. You're running yeah. ads in the area. Tim, we talk about that Home Depot story, right? Yeah. It's like, you can look at a brand that's established and you think about the different touches they do. What was the, the Harvard Business School study? It takes seven to 11 touches to get someone to recognize your brand mm -hmm. and you have high and low value touches, a high value. So some people are out here, some people are out here doing three touches and they're like, why isn't my marketing working? Well, you're going to doing three touches too. Like it's getting, yeah. it's getting diluted. But if yeah. you align that stuff, like Tim, we're here in the Twin Cities. Do you know who Chris Lindahl is? Yes. I know I do because Chris Lindell is the biggest real estate agent in the Twin Cities. Billboard, it's ridiculous. Billboards, radio, TV. We're actually starting a direct mail campaign with their company next quarter. Oh, nice. I like um, it. They're doing digital. They're doing everything. And to people like me yeah. and Tim that live in the Twin Cities in St. Paul, Minneapolis, we see this guy every day. So we remember him. People dress like him at Halloween. It's crazy. Oh, right? it's, it's insane because, and all he had was a marketing budget and a dream. And he made himself the most known in yeah. our area. And you take that concept. So the automations, when we talk about what's possible, you can send automated postcards to the neighbors and we have the strategy. Please just let us do it for you. We will listen to you. And if you're stubborn, we'll let us do it your way. We know what works in this. You have a workflow in your business. Estimate comes in, 
estimate get, lead comes in estimate is given estimate is approved job is scheduled work is started work is finished work is paid any business some version of that is happening we can take mm. any single version of that and educate the neighbors of the jobs around what's going on that's where we talk about yeah. crm automations and tech and what's yeah. possible what what are some of the things that your best customers customers that love you guys and use you and maybe even overuse you go they go nuts yeah. What are some of the weird things people are trying these days? Dude, I, uh, right now it's the gas cards. I did a video about this last week for whenever this comes out. I did a video about this at the end of June. That was, uh, you think about customers. Uh, so businesses that are open to testing offers are having the most success. Mm -hmm. And it's not about, oh, I wouldn't respond to this. This doesn't work. I would, it doesn't matter if everyone was you, everyone would live in your house, have your husband and wife, have your kids, drive your car and do all of that. Do you think everyone's like you? I know everyone that doesn't live the way me or Tim live. I would believe that if you're watching this, you, the world would be a worse place if everyone was like you, but you're successful and you should keep doing what you're doing. So I don't give yeah. a shit. If you wouldn't respond to this, that means nothing to our conversation. When you are testing offers and some really good offers right now with everything going on in the world, you know what's worth more money than cash right now? gas you know it's working like crazy right now let me get on your roof and i'll give you a 50 dollars gas card nice you know what you know what happens can we agree that anyone watching this if you get on the roof you're going to do your job right like you will do a good job would you yes. give someone 50 dollars to let them get on your roof right now the answer is yes do you know if someone <laughs> considers a 50 dollars gas card more valuable than a 50 dollars bill right now why are you not stopping this to get online to buy 10 50 gas cards to just see if this works it's not well dave what if 100 people call and i have to give out five grand well, hopefully your closing rate's over 50 percent, so you turn that five grand into five hundred thousand dollars. hopefully but yeah. the idea is that businesses that we work with that have the most success they check their ego at the door and they understand that they're supposed to be selfish for their customers so most people that own a roofing business, they also own their home. Make a list of the shit that you don't like to do at your house. I don't like to clean my gutters. I don't like to do my laundry. I don't like to mow my lawn. That is an offer that you put on a postcard that says, if you let me do what I'm good at, I will give you this thing. That as a homeowner, I relate to you. I don't like doing it either. Maybe you have people in your area that you went to high school with, that you met at a networking meeting, that offer these services like lawn care, maid service, garage door repair, whatever it is, align with your referral partners, get a deal from them that you can get to a homeowner so that you can get on their roof. When I think That's about smart. we all have our moments, right? Hey. When I think about success, I think about the willingness to be wrong. We're so adamant about using HailTrace. It puts us right in the areas that we need to be. Now, let's be honest, the phone's not ringing off the hook. You know, nobody's calling for, for a roof inspection. Putting your guys out in the field in the areas that they need to be in. Now, that's really the biggest reason that we're using HailTrace and how it's really saving us money in the end is we're not wasting time, you know, chasing dead leads. The willingness to be wrong yeah. means that I'm willing to test something that maybe I'm scared of, maybe I don't agree with, maybe I but you have logic and you have facts. 
let's slow down for a second on this. So you're essentially promoting a referral partner and you're you're maybe getting a bulk deal. Bro, I talked to Randy Brothers about right? this at his show out in yeah. Denver in Q1 of yeah. 2022. This is good. And I I, I appreciate you. Here, this this is very good. We can provide value, Tim. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. I don't want to sell everything to anyone. I want these guys to get to, guys and girls. Dude, to everything them. to do with referral partners, I am down with. Dude. I honestly believe there's so much milking that could be done. So let's go over an exercise quick. Here's an exercise yeah. that I have everyone do. Make a list of the shit you don't like to do at your house. Do it right now as you're watching this. Pause this. Yep. Make a note to do it after. I, I live off post-its. Put a post-it on your computer. Make a list of five things you don't like to do at your house. I'll do it for you. I don't like to clean my gutters. I don't like to do my laundry. I don't like to mow my lawn. I don't like to clean out my HVAC vents. And thankfully, we're, we have a hot tub. I don't like to maintain my hot tub at all. If there's a frog floating in it the other day, I didn't go in it for fucking two weeks because like, someone has to handle this. If you can make a list of the things you don't like to do at your house, do that on a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle of the paper. So you made your list of shit you don't like to do over here. On this side, make a list of the people that you know in your local area that can do that, that own a business that do that, a referral partner, someone like that. And you'll see what happens with this list. If this list ends up turning into... Well, Dave, I didn't think about many things I could do, but I made a list of five great referral partners. That's just as good. Take an offer from that referral partner and put it on a fucking postcard and send it to people. Because I would imagine that if the homeowner, we're all dealing with homeowners, right? You guys don't want leads from people that live in apartments that have lived there for 10 years. I know I don't. Yes, sir. Make a list of shit that homeowners don't want to do. Make a list of people you know that do those things. Hit them up and go, Tim. If I say, is it cool if I send you 10 leads for your stuff at full price? Great. I'm huh. going to buy coupons from you, Tim. Is that okay? I'm going to buy 10 $50, $100 coupons off your service, and I'm going to market it with my stuff, and I'm going to give it to my customers. Tim, is that okay? Of course it's yes. okay, Dave. I would love it. You're building a referral base. You're aligning yes. with your referral partners, and you're you're going into the psychology of a homeowner and saying, I own a home. I hate doing this shit too. What if I gave it to you for free? If you let me do my job. Mm. I love that, man. Let's, let's kind of go into a topic that we were talking about before the podcast. Uh, just, just to branch out for a second to make it a little bit more broader, broader connection to self-development. Sure. You're talking about why you're a part of mastermind. So I just want to dig into that for a second and why you also believe people should maybe move around people. Well, you made it sound like maybe people should move around people that they want to be like. Hey, you did it. I, yeah. Before the call, we're talking about good communities. Tim mentions that he lives in a gated community here in the Twin Cities because Tim's a successful guy. He works hard. They, they took off the gate, but it's still a cool community. They have a security. Okay, the gate is gone, but there's a security yeah. guard in each entrance. And if you're in that yeah. neighborhood for more than 10 yeah. minutes, they're going to be like, what are you doing in here? So they <laughs> the yeah, they have stickers on their car and you're not supposed to be in there. Otherwise, unless you're like delivering something. Big deal. Yeah. So, so what Tim and I were talking about was the relativity of humans and humans cluster. And the idea is that different levels of success, Tim's a successful guy. He's able to move into a community that he should live in. Why? Because when Tim goes out to check his mail, when Tim's going to the, the community pool, when Tim's doing the, he's moving around, around the place. When he's driving by and he's mowing his lawn and the neighbor stops and says his wife's flowers look good or whatever, 
you're putting yourself in a position to communicate with people that you align with. So if you live in a community where all the houses are over a million bucks or it's a gated community, or maybe you're paying to be in a mastermind, you're paying to go to a micro event, you're paying to, to be in a room with people that otherwise, if you didn't pay, you wouldn't fucking be there. Mm. When you put yourself in the right position, whether it's flying out to Dallas once a month, like I do to go to one of my masterminds, or it's simply moving into the right fucking neighborhood. The idea is that when you put yourself in the right position, my man, Nipsey Hussle talks about it. When preparation meets opportunity, that's what success is. You've prepared, you've grown. You did. You think Tim got to where he's at in a year in the last year that he's bought his house? No, he's been doing this shit for 10 years. I've been grinding all my life, man. Oh, my, my man, my man. <laughs> so you look at like the progression. You're working towards being successful. How do you expedite success? You go sell your fucking kidney to be in a mastermind that you can't afford. So you can be homies with the 20 people in there that can't afford it. Yeah. Now you're the dumbest dude, the brokest girl, the whatever in the room. But you've ex mm. Do you think Tim's the most successful guy that lives in North Oaks? I wouldn't say so. Do you think he's going <laughs> to? I'm probably the least. Yeah, but it's crazy. It. When preparation meets opportunity, yeah. you have put yourself in the spot to run into yeah. the billionaire hiding two doors down from you. That now yeah. you're gonna when you're out watching the fireworks Fourth of July over the lake and you see the guy and he pulled his Bentley out. You're like, hey, dude, nice car. He's like. Awesome, man. You live here. Hey, I do. Oh, I love when people in their 30s live in North Oaks. What do you do? Oh, I own an SEO company. I own 12 businesses. We need SEO and a bop, 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 bop preparation. Oh, yeah, food. man. Like, it's funny. Like, I, yeah, I live very close to one of my clients uh, accidentally. Yeah, yeah, he has like four home service businesses. It's very cool. Um, so I want to kind of just, I'm going to use that to circle back for a second because you're saying people like this, like I always say in marketing, people like, the most persuasive thing is people like me do things like this. It's identity. Like it's that. also clustering. people like me do things like this. And so you want people to feel that. And so anything you can do, especially with their neighbors and maybe even leveraging that um, is it directly relates to mail. Because if you're putting something out that maybe relates to the fact that you're working with their neighbors, People like me do things like this. So you're kind of tapping into identity and you're tapping into this ability to social proof. Let's ask so, everyone a question. Yeah. Everyone in their head, think about the worst neighborhood in the city you live in. The worst neighborhood. Can we agree mm -hmm. that most people watching this don't live in that neighborhood? Sure. Yeah. Right? Do you think your neighbor is more likely to do something you would do or that the person in that neighborhood you just thought of is more likely to do something you would do? Is your neighbor more likely to make a decision you would make? Yeah. Or is a person that lives for whatever reason in that bad neighborhood, are they more likely to do something you would do or is your neighbor more likely to do something you would do? Probably my neighbor. So when you think about marketing and kind of like, hey, I want to be everywhere. I want to grow. I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go wherever. Do you think it's a better idea to do a shotgun marketing approach or focus on the neighbors of the jobs that you're currently doing? Mm, definitely sniper approach. So we're like, we're, we're predictable creatures, us humans. We're very predictable. If, if, if you look at your neighbors, your nearest 25 neighbors to your house, is it fair to say you probably make around the same amount of money a year? 
Not me, but I, like I said, I'm reaching right now. Maybe, maybe. I don't can know. We say, can we say you're within five or 10 years of the same age of the people that live close to you? I'm, dude, I'm around a bunch okay, of old Okay, but let's people. go to the exercise for everyone. You're, yes, you're leveling yeah. up. Tim's, Tim's, Tim's yeah. the guy working up in the bowl. I think maybe. most people do, though. A so lot of people. Do you drive yeah. the same type of, do you see cars like yours as you're leaving your neighborhood? Sure, yes. Do people have kids roughly in the same age range that live in that neighborhood? I'm I'm not the best okay, example. Let's take it further. Is your house roughly the same size? Yes. Was your house built roughly around the same time? Yes. Same guts. Yeah. So let's go to homeowners. A lot of us yes, exactly. businesses exactly. are the things that matter that the house was built around the same time with the same materials and is around the same size. Is that relative yeah. for a neighborhood? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so throw Tim in this, right? Tim might not be exactly Tim's neighbors might be 10 years older. They might make a couple hundred grand more, whatever a year. Tim's going to be there when he's those guys yeah. age, he's going to be there. But when we go around the relativity of humans, the predictability of humans, I always use this analogy. Think about traffic, busiest freeway in your city. Me and Tim, it's 94, 394, 494. We're sitting in traffic. So I'm going to drive up to Wisconsin Dells on Friday, right? With, with my family for 4th of July. We're going to be sitting on 94 in traffic, stopped, right? And when we look around right. us, there's going to be a bunch of other humans, short, tall, rich, poor, fat, skinny, all there. That's data. And what data will tell you about humans is humans are more comfortable around things that they have in common with, right? Mm, so when you look at your marketing dollars, where you want to spend your marketing dollars, there's a really easy exercise. You go into your CRM from last year. All of us have been open probably over a year that are watching this, right? We didn't just start our business yesterday. We have a year of data in our company. Yes, sir. Go into your CRM, do an export of your customers, go and highlight the whole spreadsheet, and then go to data in Excel and go sort. And you're going to sort by zip code. And you're going to count how many jobs you did in each zip code last year. You're going to take your top three zip codes. Where you did builds last year, that's where you should be spending the majority of your marketing dollars. Mm. As a broad stroke, where do I? Okay, I read a book and it said... I want to grow, so I'm going to spend 10% or 8% or 2%, whatever of my annual revenue on marketing because I want to grow. Those mm. three zip codes tell you everything you need to know yeah. about where to spend or focus the majority of those marketing dollars because you're doing something right enough there to have the data. And, and I would also ask to, for you and your company to look at those top three zip codes and look at closing rates. Because they I just do. talked to somebody recently and they'd said that their their top three zip codes or their their area their closer area had higher close rates because of this concentrated marketing they're effort. They're seeing the signs, they're seeing the trucks, yeah. they're seeing the guys at the gas station. Back to those touches, Tim, the not the yeah. free, but going towards the it makes sense psychologically that closing rates would be high higher towards your shop because there's more organic marketing going on there. Are you sick of what passes for leads these days? What's wrong with sharing leads? Or Facebook ad leads? 
not much, unless you want to be the lowest bidder on every job. I wear a lot of hats, but search engine marketing and website, I've passed off to a Google specialized team. Yeah, and people, I think a lot of people think there's not more business, but here's the deal. Like there's not more business in this tighter area. So they, they spread out because they think that that's how they're going to do more business. But then you look at it and it's like, there's 10, 20 other roofing companies living off the fat of the land in that city. You think that you can't take some more market share from them by being a little bit more focused? What about the new people too? Do you know 10 to 30,000 people buy a home in the United States every day? Every day. 10 to 30,000 people. So think about those three zip codes and how populated they are and how many mm. people are cycling or moving your brand. Where do you think referrals come from? Referrals don't come from your brilliant marketing <laughs> idea you had on the other side of town this year. Yeah. It worked a little bit. Exactly. Referrals come, I would bet. Word of mouth concentration. Bro, Sorry. I would bet yeah. that through this exercise, most roofing business owners will find that they are getting more referrals out of those top three zip codes than any other zip. The top three zip mm. codes where they're doing work currently are yeah, getting yeah. more referrals out of those zip codes than any other zip code. in Because it's, it's like if one of your neighbors is working with this company and then you know any other, any other thing, like there's somebody kind of casually mentions them in a gas station, boom. Like that's just it's like, that feels like famous. Yeah. 100%. And now, You've just seen this stuff. You saw them doing the work. You see their sign every morning. You saw the truck on the freeway. You saw the billboard. You saw them on Facebook. And it just mm -hmm. goes to that trust. Every mm -hmm. Think about it like a video game character. You know, like you're building up your strength and your speed yeah. and your thing. Every single touch, you're getting stronger with your brand to an individual customer. And now, mm -hmm. instead of... David, Tim, I'll spend anything if you get it to work. How about instead of being willing to try everything, you focus on being disciplined on what's working? Mm. I agree 100%. I'm, I'm a big fan of doubling down on what's working. I think that goes to marketing too. Hey, if you're using Dave and it's been working, you don't need hook. Well, you might still need hook. But I see, you I should double. You should. You should first double down on what is working and then you can experiment. The other thing is not pulling off levers. I think what I see people doing is they'll be like, okay, this worked. Now I want to try this. So I'm going to close this lever and then open this up. The successful people I see do layer, layer, layer. Like they're, they're cranking levers. They're not like pushing one down. I'm to compassionate pull one towards the roofing yeah. industry because it's a reactive industry. Not everyone yeah. does storm work. I believe that retail based companies are the strongest companies in the industry personally, but like yeah. you can have a very successful business doing insurance work. I believe that due to the nature of being reactive in the roofing, there's so much going on. You're fixing so many problems. You're doing so many things. And the owner, a lot of times is very involved. The owner could be dealing with a one-off homeowner. They're never going to talk to again, but Someone ran over a nail, the job went bad, the supplies were late, the crew was smoking on site, whatever happened, the owner gets very reactive. And because of that, I personally, and at Dope Marketing, I have a level of compassion about that. Hey, this isn't working. We need to turn it off right now. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You need to be focusing on the things that working and the things that work is every time you do a job, the neighbors need to be reminded 
multiple times that you are in the area because everyone's busy. And as much as we want to believe that everyone should know that we are the person to solve their problem, unless you remind them, what did Harvard say? They're smart at Harvard, right? Seven to 11 times. And if you live in a bigger area, that number just goes up because the number of messages that someone sees is just more. You need to focus on reminding people about what you do well and who would you rather spend time on than the neighbors of someone who trusts you enough to do what you're good at. So I appreciate that very much. How does somebody get a hold of Dope uh, to get started on this if they haven't if they haven't started yet? We are very easy to find. If you type in Dope Marketing into Facebook, you'll get this hilarious notification that's like, Make sure you're not trying to buy drugs or other nefarious items. That's us. You just have to click through there and say, no, it's just Dave and his team. And you'll get to Dope Marketing. So DopeMarketing.com, Dope Marketing on Facebook. If you yell or put a smoke signal in the air of Dope Marketing, we will find you. I promise. Awesome. So that's how to do direct mail for roofing that doesn't suck. I really appreciate you coming on, man. I When I was thinking of innovative technology, you were the first person I wanted to have on here and really talk through yeah, this stuff because I think that I think that mixing this this very tangible item with this, you know, get people that are on your website mail, get people around neighbors mail, get people uh, at gifts. You know, we talked about or just to wrap this up, we talked about, you know, possibly even cookies after, after notes, a job. Cookies, or, all of it automated. Exactly. Handwritten notes, automated handwritten notes. So I just want to kind of recap that dopemarketing.com thank you so much david for being on dave appreciate you brother um and the podcast is put on by hookagency.com hook agency all over social and uh, i'll see you at the events brother later guys